educating, empowering, and inspiring you to live healthier is our mission. So let's begin. Hey, health warriors. Welcome to episode number 77 of the Life, Strength, and Health podcast. I'm Kim and I'm joined with Jamal. Greetings, everyone. And uh, peace and blessings. Yes. And thank you for joining us this week. In this episode, we're going to discuss the connection between stress and illness. And before we dive into today's podcast episode, we just wanted to let you know that this episode is brought to you by HealthWarrior.co. HealthWarrior.co is our private health community all geared and centered towards helping you to live a more natural and holistic lifestyle and also to assist you on addressing any health challenges and or imbalances using natural methods. And we do that by giving you access to our health library where we have um, health courses on how to live a more natural and holistic lifestyle. You gain access to our food library, which helps you to navigate when learning to eat new foods. We give you recipes um, that contain ingredients that help you to live a more natural and holistic lifestyle. They're more natural ingredients in our recipes. You gain access to our monthly live trainings, our interactive health forums, um, exclusive member discounts on its programs, products, and services, and so much more. So to learn more about our private health community or to join, just go to healthwarrior.co. Now let's segue into our organic food for thought. And this week's organic food for thought is on potassium. And uh, potassium is an essential part of a balanced diet. Potassium helps to regulate your body's fluids. It aids in muscular function and waste removal and keeps your nervous system functioning properly. And research shows that potassium reduces blood pressure in people with hypertension and may lower the risk for stroke. And, you know, when most people think of potassium, the first food they run to or think about is a banana. Yes. But a banana is not the highest food with potassium. And like I said, when people are deficient, they always tend to lean towards or people suggest to eat more bananas as the automatic go to. Um, but bananas are high in potassium, but they're also high in sugar. Yeah. And everyone can't have a lot of sugar in their diets. And uh, just with today's climate of the way that we're over sugared, you want to control your sugar and not eat a lot of it. So having bananas every single day, depending on your diet, that could be a bit much. So it's always good to be able to have food sources to get things that you want that aren't so high in sugar. So as I mentioned, we want to share with you three foods that have more potassium than a banana. So the first food is an avocado. I, I really like uh, avocado as being the top food because it's also very high in fats. And if you've listened to our podcast on fats, we talk about the importance of getting good, healthy fats in your diet. So you get a chance to increase your fats, get some good, healthy oils in your diet, as well as boost your potassium. Yes. And that was podcast episodes 60 through 62. And I'll list those in the show notes pages. The second food that has more potassium than a banana is sweet potatoes. 
Yeah. So now we're moving into a, a tuber or, or root and uh, we have another type of carbohydrate that um, has a lot of fiber and it's packed with other uh, areas of nutrition, but it's also super packed with potassium as well. And the final food that we're going to discuss that contains more potassium than a banana are sardines. Yes. So we gave you two uh, vegetation foods to replace bananas, but uh, we're also giving you an animal source of food as well. A lot of times, you know, animal foods get a bad rap for just having nothing but uh, death <laughs> contained in them. Hmm. But uh, sardines actually are super packed with uh potassium. Uh, so now you have an animal source that's really good as well. And, and I, I love sardines because not only are they super packed with potassium, but all of the different omegas as well as other antioxidants and vitamins as well out of um, the fish. Uh, sardines is definitely one of the top healthiest fish that you can consume. And when consuming sardines, you want to make sure that they are wild caught and if you are getting them from a can, you want to make sure that you're getting them from a BPA-free can. Yeah, I didn't really care for sardines growing up. Um, we recently, uh, well, I should say I recently started to eat them again. But if you make it the proper way, we make it in a dip. Um, and that was delicious. Yes. Yeah. So those are the top three uh, foods that are higher in potassium or a little higher or equal in potassium than bananas. So let's segue into this week's podcast topic, all on the connection between stress and illness. And what we're going to do is we're actually going to share a part of our live training that we offered for our health warrior community. And in this training, we dive deeper into the connection between stress and illness. We touch on good stressors and bad stressors, and we really get into the connection of how stress really impacts our body in a detrimental way. So let's dive into the connection between stress and illness. All right, so welcome everyone to this month's Health Warrior uh, monthly live training. So each and every month, we're going to pick a health topic and dive in deeper. And, and hopefully these monthly trainings are very useful for you. Um, I think I heard Jamal mention that um, if you're unable to join us live, which we hope that you can join us live because I think you'll get more out of it. The the recording will be in the archive, um, the video and the audio. So you can um, download that and, and take that with you if you want to listen to this when you're on the go. Um, so this month's training is all on the connection between stress and illness. And, you know, when we talk about health, you know, we often think about diet, nutrition, detoxing, working out. And those are very, you know, crucial components and very important pieces of improving your health and living, you know, a natural lifestyle and, you know, optimizing your health. Um, but there's a component like the emotional component of health that's so often overlooked. You know, people understand you hear the saying stress kills, but we really don't give like the emotions and stress enough attention or deal with them properly. It's kind of like, especially as women, we just kind of like, 
just carry the burden and it just eventually starts to break us down. And so we want to dive into how stress really does affect us health-wise. It affects us mentally and spiritually, physically. It just really affects us. It affects everyone, but especially, you know, us women, it really just breaks us down. So in this training tonight, we're going to just really dive into the connection between stress and illness. Yeah. Um, what I, what I say is this, uh, stress is probably the number one thing that is, uh, causing the, the health challenges that we're dealing with right now. Um, just in, in, in the United States, but really across the world, you know, as everyone is trying to uh, can keep up with the U.S., adopt a lot of our practices, um, the stress thing is really killing us. You know, I would say probably 80 percent of uh, our clients that come in the office are, are dealing with uh, high levels of stress. And uh, today, I would say today is part one. At some point, we're going to get we're going to dive even deeper uh, as far as just understanding it more and techniques. But today is going to give you a real good understanding of that connection between stress and poor health. And as well as we're also going to dive into like, how can you manage your stress better as well? Because I think that that's really important. But we're going to dive into that also. All right. So what is stress? All right. Stress is your body's way of responding to any kind of demand or threat. Right. We have two different types of stress. We have good stress and we have uh, bad stress. So the thing is, right, when it comes to good stress and bad stress, um, stress really stress is stress. Right. It doesn't matter if it's good stress or bad stress. It has a similar effect on the body. But like stress is really designed to get you out of um, dangerous situations or uncomfortable situations. Right. The problem uh, with the bad stress is just the constant stress or so the constant stress or when you stay in a constant state of stress, that's called chronic, chronic stress. So when you're in chronic stress, that's the bad stress. But like a good stress, um, a good stress is, is very uh, temporary. So I'll give you an example of, of like a good stress. So um, a good stress could be uh, if you play a sport. And uh, you you have a, a competition that that's coming up like you have stress that's going on uh, throughout that competition, uh, the stress of winning, the stress of stopping your, your your competitor like that keeps you balanced. That actually makes you better. It's the stress that actually makes you rise to the occasion because there's certain chemical things that happen when you're under stress that that makes you superhuman. It actually makes you more focused. So to really tap into that that energy is really important but um it take it's very taxing it takes a lot out of you and if you stay in that situation too long it begins to deplete you right stress can have a positive impact on your creativity and 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 on on your mind for example so you know uh if we go back before we had uh like refrigeration and before we had like food storage and things like that it was always Sorry about that. I actually thought that I 
had that off. Let me turn this off for a second. So um, if we go back, uh, you know, a little bit, uh, you know, previous times before we had food storage, there was always a stress of providing for our, our families, right? So it was the stress of always having to get out in real time and, and, and uh, you know, farm and hunt and and gather and get these uh, raw materials together to be able to prepare food. So that constant stress of having to do that every day led to us being more innovative to create things to take that level of stress off of us. So we began to create levels of stores. We began salting things, right, um, which led to eventually... Um, you know, refrigerators, right? So now we can keep things fresh, which led us to, you know, frozen foods, packaged foods, like all of these things led us somewhere, put us in a position uh, to be innovative, right? But but stress can have an opposite effect, right? It can, if you're in a constant state of stress, it can have an effect on your your memory and your cognition, right? So so that's when we talk about good stress, how it can positively impact us or how it can negatively impact us, right? So let's talk about the things that happen uh, during stress. So one of the things that happens during stress is you release adrenaline and uh, cortisol that uh, that floods your body, right? So adrenaline and cortisol are re- they're hormones, but they're really like steroids. They're steroids that make us superhuman. A lot of the things that uh, we're able to do when um, the, this adrenaline and cortisol is rushing through our bodies, we can't just do on, on a normal basis. So these things rush through. So in order for us to, to get access and tap into this energy, what happens is other things have to change within our body. So your breathing changes. Um, your your blood vessels uh, can constrict, so your your body increases um, your your blood pressure and your your heart rate increases. So all of these things happen to heighten your senses and to uh, to put you on edge, right? So as you can see, your digestive system, your uh, your growth, your reproduction, and immune system functions are suppressed and put on hold because uh, when you're in that heightened state and your body's being flooded with these hoops superhuman hormones, there's no need for you to, to digest food, right? There's no need for you to worry about re- reproduction. There's no reason for you to worry about um, growing or, or necessarily internally fighting off disease. You're bringing up all of this energy to handle a situation. They call it fight or flight, right? So when, when we were dealing with, you know, ancient times, we could have been dealing with, you know, like some type of wild animal that was attacking us or we was on a hunt. Um, so these are natural things that are, that our bodies do. So it, our bodies redirect energy so it can focus. So the blood flow to your skin increases, um, decreases, I'm sorry, your pain tolerance increases. So if you're in a situation where you have to get through it, you have to grit, you may have to fight, um, you have more tolerance for, for pain, right? Um, what else happens during stress, right? So you increase your risk of heart attack, heart disease and stroke, right? So if your blood pressure, your blood vessels are constricting, obviously you're going to increase those chances. It shuts down or dials down your immune system. It causes you to, uh, to age. So if you're constantly flooding your body with all, all of this cortisol and you're constantly under a stressful situation, you're burning through all of your nutrition, all of your vitamins. So instead of using that to regenerate,
rejuvenate yourself and rejuvenate yourself, you're aging because you don't have these things available. It causes uh, weight gain. Uh, if you keep high levels of cortisol in your body for too long, that is going to hold, cause your body to hold on to fats. And then it causes your digestive it causes digestive system disorders because the last thing that your body is going to think about is digesting food when you're under stress. The last thing that it's going to think about is you having a bowel movement when you're under stress, right? And when you're under extreme stress, it call, when you hear about ulcers and things like that because you're not supposed to constantly stay under this stress. And then it also leads to energy burnout because if you're constantly secreting these hormones, right, you're going to burn your adrenal glands out. So once the adrenal glands are, are sluggish, you're not going to produce the hormones you need them to crank you up in the morning. The adrenal glands is like your starter. So it, it the starter of a car, it turns you off at night and it cranks you up in the morning. So if your adrenal glands aren't firing the way that they're supposed to, you're going to be sluggish um, in the morning time. Okay. So uh, this also leads to uh, pain. We, we now, now we're going to get into um, not just the effects of um, the, the stress, like what happens immediately when stress, but we're talking about now what, what happens after you stay in this stress for, for long periods of time. Because what happens with uh, chronic stress is chronic stress is like low-grade stress. Like you have two types of, of chronic stress. Some people can be in a heightened state of stress like all the time. They're just always stressed. They know that they're stressed out, right? The nervous system is shining. They just always feel stressed. And then you have like low grade stress where you're always in just kind of this, you stay in this low level of stress, right? You, where you don't necessarily feel uh, completely stressed out, but you don't necessarily feel fully uh, relaxed. And that's where the health challenges begin to, to kind of slip in that, right? So if you're constantly holding tension in your muscles, that's going to lead to pain, right? There's a connection between uh, stress and, and, um, and heightened uh, pain with things like arthritis. And then you have tension headaches and things like that. So it can lead to pain. It affects your sexuality because again, um, your body's cutting off uh, blood flow to the body when there's stress there and it cuts off your sexuality, right? Like under stressful situations, you're not thinking about reproducing. You're not thinking about being intimate. So your body turns those functions off. So sometimes you might like when it comes to sexuality, because I know this is an issue that a, that a lot of people are dealing with, not just men, but when it comes to sexuality, um, it's not necessarily you. It's, it's the stress that you're under and your body is turning those mechanisms off. So you're not in the mood to be uh, sexual, let alone reproduce when you're under uh, stress. Especially, uh, you know, there are so many couples out there that don't have the ability to uh, reproduce, right? Uh, they're trying to have children, but it's, it's not working. And one of the reasons could be is that uh, they're under a lot of stress and their body is turning that mechanism off. The body wants um, to be at a level of peace, 
uh, when a woman is going through pregnancy. So you could be in the middle of, um, you know, of a pregnancy. You could be in the second trimester, the first trimester, even the, the third trimester, and you can be under a great deal of stress and the body will abort the child because um, there's too much stress and the body needs to automatically, by default, it redirects all of its energy and it shuts reproduction down. So it's going to cause abortions if there's high level of stress. You mean miscarriage? I mean, I'm sorry, um, miscarriages when mm-hmm. there is uh, high levels of, uh, of stress. So um, it also affects your skin, your hair, your teeth, right? It, it can weaken all of these things because you don't have the vitamins and the minerals to support these things. Um, and, and then also it leads to addiction. A lot of times just as coping mechanisms, uh, we turn to certain things to just kind of make us feel better and to ease the pain. So a lot of people will resort to uh, sugar and, and carbs as their form of addiction. But there are other people that will actually turn to other drugs, alcohol and, you know, other drugs, uh, prescribed drugs and, and um, illegal drugs people will, will turn to um, as forms of addiction. So overall, high levels of stress, if you're in a constant state of stress, it can lead to sickness and disease. So when it comes to healing the body, right, when we look at the body from a, a holistic perspective, uh, you have to you have to manage your stress. You have to change the environment if you want to heal yourself. Right. So uh, I want to get into the importance of like managing your stress. A lot of times when we think about stress management, it's a very reactionary type of situation. Right. So most people, when they feel stress, it's kind of like. Um, well, I should say when they manage stress, it's one of those things where um, it's it's like, oh, I, I feel stressed, so I need to uh, get a massage or I feel stressed. Maybe I need to take the day off from work today or maybe I need to work from home today or I feel stressed. Maybe I need to treat myself to something. So it's always stress management is always like I feel a certain way. So let me do this. But what that means is that you're letting the stress build up so much. Uh, that now it's now it's starting to affect you and now you want to do something about it. That's not stress management. That's really like more like stress reactionary. Right. So um, it's important to learn how to really manage your stress. So I want to get into like, how do you actually manage your stress? Right. So we're going to get into some health warrior stress management <laughs> techniques. All right. So that is part of the live training that we had on the connection between stress and illness. To hear the complete training on this topic, just go to healthwarrior.co and become a member of our Health Warrior community. And for our current Health Warrior members, just log into your portal at healthwarrior.co. At the top of the screen, click the login link and you will gain access to this training. And each and every month we have live trainings on various health topics and all recordings are kept on the member portal in the archive section. Okay. So thank you for tuning in this week. Hopefully you receive value from this episode. Stay tuned for next week's episode 
And for access to the show notes pages, just go to lifestrengthandhealth.com forward slash seven seven. Okay, so until next time, live healthier. We want to say thank you for listening to the show and for access to the show notes pages, more podcast episodes, blog content, as well as more information about our center, Life Strength and Health, then just visit us at lifestrengthandhealth.com. Until next time, live healthier.